It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The trade deadline has come and gone. There's plenty to react to there. And, of course, we have a coaching firing and a GM firing. We're breaking it all down today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league. On the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate you all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joe, the NFL trade deadline came and went not with a resounding bang, but I also wouldn't describe it as a whimper. Uh, We had some maneuvering, some jostling, a lot of NFC central deals, uh, but we have a couple AFC deals. And of course, that is kind of where our hearts are, considering our allegiances to the Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins, respectively. Uh, So we wanted to start on the AFC side of things and start fittingly in my mind with the Buffalo Bills and they sent a significant draft, a top 100 draft selection to the Green Bay Packers for cornerback Rasul Douglas, which if I were you, I'd be pretty fired up about. I like that ad. Yeah, I think it's a good ad. They give up a three, they get Douglas and they get a five back, which is, they They got a five back in the deal. They also had an extra three because they're going to get one for Tremaine Edmonds and free agencies. They had that to play with. They still have 10 picks in the next draft. Yeah, the Bills' defense has been reeling, like not good at all. Um, The first four games of the season, Bills' defense looked really strong. The last four, it's not been good. And obviously, the injuries stand out. Trey White, Matt Milano, Daquan Jones. Um, But whether it's not getting any takeaways, giving up a lot of points, giving up 29 points to New England Patriots, I can't stop thinking about that. Um, They needed some reinforcements on the defensive side of the football. And they compare Rasul Douglas with... Christian Benford, and for those unfamiliar with Christian Benford, he's turned into being a nice little starter for the Bills, a six-round pick out of Villanova a couple years ago. And so him and Douglas can play zone coverage. They both have ball skills. They're both physical. Uh, Something the Bills kind of needed to do to to beef up that defense where they needed some reinforcements to kind of make up with what for what they've lost. And Bills haven't intercepted a pass in four weeks, and Douglas has 10 of those since the start of 2021, which is the third most in the NFL. They needed that to come back to their defense a little bit. Yeah, and uh, for Green Bay, I think it's a good opportunity to sell when you consider they have some investments at corner. Jair Alexander, they have a former first-round pick in Eric Stokes, and I know yep. he hasn't really materialized. Keyshawn Nixon, like they're at some point, I think if Rasul was going to be playing inside, you, you're maybe I don't want to say playing him out of position a little bit, but like he can play outside. Yeah, 
And for him to go into a system that is zone centric and, and he was so good at zone, even go back to college was where that was where he really shined. I think it's, it's a great ad for Buffalo to kind of keep them up in the rat race. The other contender uh, that made a buy was Jacksonville. Yep. They traded a sixth round pick in 2024 to Minnesota who on the heels of the Kirk cousins injury does end up selling something. They, they didn't have a fire sale, but uh, they, they sell Ezra Cleveland, the offensive lineman formerly of Boise State, was a day two selection for them mm-hmm. uh, to Jacksonville to add to the mix with what they have cooking on their offensive line. Yeah, I get it for both sides here. I mean, the Vikings signed Dalton Risner, right, which mm-hmm. gave them some flexibility here with Ezra Cleveland, who expiring contract, previous regime. We know that the Vikings are moving on from anybody that they didn't bring in, right? You see it all the time. You understand it here. I'm not a huge return, only a six-round pick, but they moved on nonetheless. And Jacksonville, right, some injuries to that offensive line with Walker Little. Um, and, you know, he's turned out to be a nice player for them. Kicked inside once Cam Robinson came back at left tackle. And so they needed some reinforcements there. You know, the depth has been a little bit challenged on the interior year over year. You know, Brandon Scherf has had his share of injuries. So I think it's a it's a nice addition, kind of makes sense for both teams. Um, although maybe you, you'd like a little more than a six, but I mean, sometimes these veterans at the deadline, man, there's just not a whole lot out there for them. Right. Well, in case in point, look at what Kevin Byard went for. Yeah. You know, so it's really interesting what, what players end up having the market and what don't. And it felt like Rasul was kind of the fallback option for Chicago's Jalen Johnson, yeah. who was long rumored the, like the last three or four days uh, to be on the market. It sounded like there were a number of teams that were calling and were interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and the price points for what he wanted from a contract perspective and the price for Chicago, it just didn't felt like it added up. So I think that probably that elevated market is why you saw Douglas get the kind of haul that he did relative to Ezra. Yeah. Clean, uh, less value, valuable position, but nevertheless, was, this was a starting offensive lineman that got moved. Yeah, Johnson's an interesting player to bring up. I think they were looking for a two plus. Yeah. And the reality is you got to give up that two plus and you got to pay him, right? Hey. Probably north of 15 million a season. Um, and Jalen's having a great season. I think when he's ever he's been healthy, he's been really good. But I understand kind of the reluctancy to part with both cap space and good capital for a player that, you know, you, you probably want to spend some time around him before you start doing right. that. So right. Uh, we, we did see a player get moved for a two and is presumably going to get paid, but we'll talk about that uh, after we talk about our last AFC involved deal, which was Cleveland sending wide receiver yeah. Donovan Peoples Jones out for a, I think it was six round pick for six. Yeah. To Detroit. Really like that ad for Detroit. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Peoples yeah. Jones. Do you think about that Cleveland passing offense and what it's looked like this year? And then you consider from a personnel standpoint, they're paying Amari Cooper. They're paying David and Joku. They traded a two for Elijah Moore in the first place. You have the running backs involved. So just the numbers game there for Peoples Jones, you're moving at best your fifth option in the passing game. But he'll yeah. be higher. Yeah. He'll be higher than that for, for Detroit. And I think he'll do really well with that opportunity. Oh, no question. I love this. I mean, the the Lions with the whole Marvin Jones bringing him back. I mean, you knew you knew night one that he didn't have anything or no gas in the tank, baby. Um, and so to be able to get a young, dynamic player, right, a big-time athletic profile yeah. here with DPJ, goes back to Michigan, 
uh, Ben Johnson coordinated offense. I really like the potential here uh, for DPJ and what this can mean for the Lions offense. Did you see Brad Holmes? I love this man. Like, I don't even know what the context was, but for some reason within like 10 seconds of the trade being done, I'm seeing press conference footage of him going out and alerting the media. Hey, want to let you guys know, we just traded for Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's like, give a little scout report on him. I mean, this guy's this guy's a dude, man. I, I yeah. If I'm a Lions fan, I'm dude, so happy that Brad Holmes is my GM, dude. He's well, awesome. And, and I'm glad that you said that because I have, I think there's a good tie in there um, that we can come back to when we talk about the Raiders. When you think about hmm. the transition that they're going to be facing and how how many times did we allude to how difficult the cha- the transition for Detroit was going to be after they moved on from Matt Patricia? Yes, that's a great point, Kyle. You know, so we talk we, can, we we can, well let's go, we'll come back to that when we talk about the Raiders. But just yeah. kind of put that bug in your ear, mm. thinking about Brad Holmes, uh, what they have done in Detroit, what that transition has looked like, what that timeline has looked like. Those are all things that I think are you're going to see some parallels with with whatever happens next in Las Vegas. But we we do have a bunch of other trades to talk about from the deadline, Joe. Can I sneak this in? Anything AFC wise that didn't happen that stands out to you? The Chiefs stay put, right? I mean, re- I mean everybody what, what, stays. What, put. what were they, they going to do? I don't they, know. They, something they're, they're get a receiver. a receiver. Yeah, receivers get traded all the time. Okay, and who are the wide receivers that were most reported to be? I there? know the, the AFC West dynamic. Right? That's a problem. Receivers. You couldn't call on Hop. You couldn't. I mean, somebody's out there. Receivers get traded. That's one thing the that Titans happens. The decided NFL. they weren't selling. They they decided over the weekend uh, we're not getting anything for for hot. Like, what did you think you were going to sign thirty one year old DeAndre Hopkins to a vastly overpriced contract and and sell him at the deadline for a day two pick? Two teams made rocks. an addition. Two teams made an addition. The Bills and the Jaguars. Nobody else yeah. did anything. I mean, it's a little surprising, right? It, it is. I, I'm a little surprised that Miami didn't get involved. Uh, I understand they they did make some phone calls, but I I think they looked internally at what they have coming back from yeah. injuries internally. Yeah. yeah. But Teron Armstead's practice window opened today. Like he he's going to be get back in the next couple of weeks. You have uh, Connor Williams who's missed half the season. You have uh, Jalen Ramsey who just came back. Like I think they're they're looking and he missed the first seven games of the season. He is a deadline acquisition, effectively, if you really look at it. So, uh, A-Chain coming back probably in time for their, their next game after the bye. So, Baltimore didn't – I mean, come on. Like, there's there's some things out there that I'm a little surprised. That evidently, they were in on Jacobs. The Raiders didn't want to trade him. And then we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The here. Raiders the, the Raiders were the perfect team to actually sell. If, right. this, was, if this was your plan yeah. to fire these guys, load up on assets – and get it done. If I'm Mark Davis, I'd have fired them both on Monday instead of Tuesday, and I'd have done the deals myself. We'll talk about it in just a second, but our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit fantasy picks of the week and i'm liking what Vinny has down he says bill's rookie tight end Dalton Kincaid has stepped into a big role with dawson knox getting hurt he's gotten hot with josh allen the past couple of weeks scoring for the first time in his career in week eight against the buccaneers Kincaid gets a smash spot in a shootout against the Bengals on sunday night cincinnati has been better in coverage outside versus receivers than tight ends Kincaid will once again come through for managers looking for a mid-season pick-me-up at the tight end position 
Benny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So NFC action. Um, Washington. Yep. Moving on. Yep. <laughs> From some assets. It's a nice parallel, right? Because for as much as you can sit here and look at the Raiders, and we're going to look, look at the Raiders, right? Yep. Who didn't do anything. Didn't right? do anything. Didn't do anything. The commanders, ownership steps in. You you got to feel this way. No way that Ron Rivera woke up on and Tuesday said, morning and said, hey, we're going to get worse today. I'm three and five. Yeah. Coaching for my job. Didn't happen. Let's trade away half the identity of our football team. Did not happen. And so Mark Davis deserves blame here. We'll get to that. Yep. But credit to Washington. We knew that it was a let's see year. They saw. And evidently, Sweat and Young aren't part of their long-term plans. They they send them both out and get a couple of day two picks. So Sweat goes for a two to Chicago. And then the 49ers cough up a three. And they've got a billion threes on deck between yeah. compensatory picks and their own organic pick. Like they, they, they have had such a high volume the last few years, and that is going to continue this year. So it, it's nothing for a rental to get through the end of the season for Chase Young. Yeah, And then they'll probably get a three back when he signs a contract somewhere else because he's going to knock it out of the park to close the season. Chase yeah. Young's stock will never be higher right. than what it is this March, going to that team to play on that defensive line. Such an interesting contrast between the two deals, right? Montez Sweat to the Bears for a two. That's going to be a top 40 pick, man. And then Chase Young for a three. Chase Young's the better player. We, we got to talk about Ryan Poles. We do. I'll quick commentary on Chase Young. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I love love the idea here for the 49ers. We saw what McCaffrey and that trade did to their season defensively, reeling the last three weeks. Pass rush at kind of the core of that. Now yep. you paired Nick Young or Nick Young. There you go. I, Nick Bosa and Chase Young. Yeah, the, the combo. Yep. You pair them together and you feel like, I mean, could you have done a better job of realistically giving yourself a little bit more juice off the edge. Chase Young's having a good season. I like this. And they, they've already made another addition to that pass rush room in the last three weeks anyway. Gregory as well. Yeah, yeah. You've you've done some things here. So love it for San Francisco. I think yes. it's a no-brainer. And they, they will recoup the pick because yes. I don't they're not going to have the money to re-sign right. Chase Young. Right. Right. So this was player on a rookie contract, last half of final year of rookie deal for a pick that will be equal to what you get a year later. And you mm-hmm. already have a surplus of upfront. Anyway, they are doing what new England did well, so well for so long where they, they have found this ability to, from the compensatory picks yeah. restock a lot of early draft capital. And some of that is because of some of the new initiatives that the league has put in place uh, for hiring and, and yeah. better representation with diversity and San Francisco. Credit to San Francisco for yep. putting, for having, the, for having those position. guys as yeah. a part of the system, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but that that is has been a layer to to their surplus of, of round three picks. But when you just look circumstantially at what they have available and you're going to snap your fingers and get it back, you, you're, you're just going to 
lease it for 12 months before you get in 2025 instead of 2024 once the compensatory picks come back through. So San Francisco, it's a no-brainer home run. Let's talk about Ryan Poles. Yeah, this, I mean, is, this is the second consecutive year you're surrendering a top 40 pick. And I, I asked the question because there were a lot of people that were like, oh, well, you know, uh, Montez Sweat's uh, – Joe Montez Sweat is a top blank pass rusher in the NFL. 30? I've seen I've seen the number as high as, as 15. Oh, no. Right. But that, we're not going to do the thing. We don't need to do the thing. We that's, don't need to do the thing, that's but that, it's a, a fraudulent, a fraudulent statement to say that he's a top 15 pass rusher in the NFL. But, and even you can look back to the deadline deal last year where Miami sent a, a one plus for Bradley Chubb. Miami was five and three at the deadline last year with a bunch of winnable games coming up on their schedule. Chicago is two and six. And they have a coach that's potentially coaching for his job. You have a player in-house who you drafted or your team drafted. You didn't draft as Ryan Poles, who you don't want to pay in Jalen Johnson, who's a good player that you're going to spurn. And- $110 million in cap space, by the way, next right. year. Right. And you gave a two to beat out Atlanta which is where Sweat wanted to go. Apparently, Sweat has family in Atlanta. Oh. Atlanta was willing to give him a contract extension. So, like, We're you got that desperate for a, a pass rush pl- uh, a player of J- Montez Sweat's caliber that you had to give up a two to play defense to go out and get it when you're facing a lost rest of season. Yeah. Life will go on if you don't get Montez Sweat. Sign Chase Young in free agency. Right. Yeah, that's bad. Don't, don't trade for Montez Sweat and then just let the season play out with your yeah. non-competitive roster because you yeah. have nothing up front and one player, let alone it being Montez Sweat, is not going to fix it. And like, what are you going to do? Franchise tag Montez Sweat now? If you don't have a contract, they're gonna have to. Done? yeah, they're going to have to. It's a Yeah, Poles has been given a lot to work with, right? I mean, the number one pick, uh, all the capital that he's going to have next year, yep. tons of cap space. I don't we're going to look back at this and feel like, what do you get? A couple of okay linebackers? I man, I don't know, dude. This so is questionable. Trade, what we traded Rokon Smith to give Terrain Emmons eighteen million dollars a year. Hey, Smith's a way better player, like a way better player. Yeah, this is bad, bro. A lot of bad process. I know bad Chicago, Chicago fans don't want to hear it, but like oh, the, the, the process so. of the acquisition and the the process of a lot of the things that they have done. Yeah. It just does. It's it's not a logical progression and timeline of a way of doing things. You, you should be buying yeah. with another top forty pick. Say, oh, there's what pass rushers in the draft that's going to be better than Montez Sweat. It, that's not all it is. Look at the free agent class. Yeah. Look at all the ways that you could have invested that. Care about defensive end a whole lot sooner than you did as well. I mean, you, it took right. We, like we we're sat, sitting there got on our hands to and blew it up with Travis Gibson to sign Yannick Ngakwe at the midnight hour. I mean, you, you, we did the Bears preseason podcast, and the word that you kept on saying about the defensive line, you said this is an unserious position unserious group. Why did why did Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino know that in July? And it, you know what I mean? Like you had resources and you had opportunity, guy. and you're a trench guy. You're a former offensive lineman for Dom Robinson and Travis Gibson. Bad. I Cardinals, digress. Cardinals traded for or traded away Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. This is Josh Dobbs have had have had the weirdest opportunities in the whole yeah. world to be a starter. 
Yep. Like the whole Titans thing, the whole like traded like before the season. All of a sudden, he's a right. Cardinal starter, and in two weeks, he's going to be the Viking starter. I mean, this guy. Good I, for Arizona for getting some form with Kyler coming back, though. Yeah, well, but like, I can't help but think about Dobbs and like looking at his football career. He's got to be like, really? he's probably used to it, right? Yeah, but really though, like it's a big not, job to I'm like learn a playbook and acclimate. I'd be used to it, brother. Yeah, Leonard Guys, Williams go to Seattle for a tune of five. That felt like a pretty big pay for Seattle. A yeah, tune of well, five. They, they smell blood in the water, right? With yeah, they're San in first place. <laughs> with San Francisco West. being five and three, so you're in first place. Yeah. And then San Francisco says, okay, yeah, bet. And they trade for Chase Young with half the investment. Right. That was the right. bu- that was the bummer. Now, Draymond Jones and Leonard Williams, it's a great combo for Seattle yeah. up front. And Giants are eating about like pretty much all that salary too. It's expiring yep. contract. Yep. So you like it for Seattle to, or you like it for New York. My question is New York probably should have done this kind of stuff in the off season. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. But that's we a, made the playoffs another, last year. Another conversation. Yeah. But we, you know, some, some felt that would, would have been appropriate anyway. Um, are there any other NFC deals that we, no, that's that's the NFC deals, and so we're going to get into the Raiders and the Raiders and and all of that here. <laughs> Just a moment, maybe you want to go see some of these teams. Want to go see the Seattle Seahawks? They're going to maybe win the NFC West this year. You got to use Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And they also have like peppa pig is coming to charlotte and so oh really wife, yeah brother we went to game time we found some tickets there for for peppa pig so um you know Daddy uh, pig. tomatoes uh <laughs> right <laughs> dinosaur um <laughs> game time has killer deals on last minute tickets all in prices they give you a view from your seat and a best price guarantee game time it's simply put it takes the guesswork out of buying tickets the app is awesome they have flash deals last minute tickets so many great things. They perfected the ticket buying process. So check them out. They also send the tickets right to your phone. So you don't have to dig through emails right to your phone. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Lockdown NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code Lockdown NFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You know what my least favorite thing about Peppa Pig is? What's that, guy? How easily avoidable every situation they find themselves on is. I'm amazed at how much of these cartoons you consume. I mean, I don't watch a ton. But yeah, but you got takes on these cartoons, man. I know that yeah, on, but I'm very little. I'm I'm not watching. Oh, I'm yeah. We'll we'll sit down and we'll sn- my my daughter loves to snuggle on the couch, mm-hmm. so we'll snuggle up. I'll have a C four. I'll probably have my <laughs> phone out watching a prospect or something. 
but right. Then, but how are you also paying attention to like it's, the plot? It's line? a much bigger screen and it's right in front of me. Mm. Okay. I don't have that kind of bandwidth to just like put the blinders on and shut it off. Yeah, I don't have the ability to focus on two things at once. So big difference between Kyle and I. So it's incredible. Uh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders at one a.m. this morning announced that they had relieved <laughs> head coach you Josh McDaniels. No, I, well, I woke up at three okay. and saw it. Not voluntarily woke up at three. And the GM, Dave Ziegler, had both been relieved of their duties. And Mm -hmm. it has since come out uh, later this morning that offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi has also been relieved of his duties as well. Hmm. And the team is probably going to start uh, Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo on a catastrophic free agent signing deal. Came in because he knew the system, the system, the Patriot way. You know, we got to stop with the Patriot way. We've talked, we've exhausted the talking point. The Patriot way is Tom Brady taking a discount and you getting post June 1st veteran free agent signings to sign for pennies on the dollar so you would have a competitive roster. When's the last time, Joe, when's the last time the Patriots gave a second contract to a player drafted in the top 100? And now it'll happen with Kyle Duggar. 2013 was the last time it happened. Oh my God. It's been 10 years. And not to turn this into a Bill Belichick conversation, right? Like these, these assistant coaches, they all go somewhere else. Josh McDaniels was an abject disaster in Denver, takes the Colts job, backs out of the Colts job after a bunch of assistants sign their contracts and then gets hired by the Raiders and doesn't make it as long with the Raiders as he was with the Broncos. Those assistants were good, though. Um, <laughs> the Colts was it? It was Eberflus and uh, Sirianni, right? I think so. Kyle, the moment we they hired Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, this was always the end, right? Like this wasn't hard to look into the crystal ball and get to this point, right? The only the only mystery and intrigue was well that that's your Patriots offensive coach pipeline coach so what is that going to look like well it turns out it's going to be a lot of the same and we've spent 18 months sending guys off this roster sending guys away bringing in our own guys bringing in jacoby myers he's a good football player but nevertheless bringing in jacoby myers bringing in jimmy garoppolo that's the plan is i just need a guy who will make it all Derek carr's fault Derek Carr has been good in Los, or in in New Orleans thus far this season, but we'll make it all Derek Carr's fault. We'll bench him with a month in this, left in the season because he can't run my offense. He can't run my system. How did they not sell? Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Probably because the owner thinks it's it's a coach job or coach problem and didn't want to part with the pieces that he perceived would be a part of the fix. They're not. The only asset that you should have had that would have been untouchable is probably Max Crosby. What what other player that's on that roster would you look at with the situation with Devontae Adams and how untenable it is? with Josh Jacobs on the franchise tag and a contract year averaging less than three yards per carry. 
who like oh by the way they traded away Darren Waller because he didn't fit the system so he could bring in Michael Mayer so that he could cover kicks it's a joke they're two years away from me and two years away right which takes us back to Detroit because they're they're in the same exact spot that Detroit was when they sold their soul for three years to go out and get a bunch of cookie cutter New England Patriots knockoff for Matt Patricia yeah and you know what Detroit did the first year? They flood, you got to flush the toilet. And if I were the Raiders, by the way, they were in striking. To, and it's probably a good thing they didn't draft a quarterback because it would have been in, uh, a situation where they had no chance. They, yeah. I mean, they, they could have traded up to three with Arizona and got one because they, they, they had half as far to go as Houston did to actually get the job done. Yeah. So it's probably a good thing that they didn't because if Anthony Richardson, if they'd have traded up the three and drafted Anthony Richardson, ruined him. It ruined him. He he wouldn't have made it because now you got you're gonna have a new GM and a new coach coming in, taking over what you didn't draft. And yeah, that would have been an abject disaster. But like think about Tyree Wilson, top ten pick. You're gonna change your defensive scheme. A little weird also that Patrick Graham's there as the DC and he's been this highly regarded like head coach candidate and he's not even the interim head coach. Shout out Champ Kelly for getting a chance to be the yep. interim GM. We like Champ Kelly. We've had a chance to speak with him and meet him. He's a good dude. Rooting for him. Hope he makes the most of yeah. however however long the opportunity is. Hope he makes right. the most of it. Right. I don't Yeah, it's it's a tough situation for sure, but just miscalculations and like the problem is that Mark Davis is still going to own this football team. And you look at his hiring decisions, Hugh Jackson, Dennis Allen, John Gruden for as goofy as that was kind of, kind of the best thing that happened. It, he was, the, he was the best coach since the last time Gruden was there. Right. And then McDaniels, like you, the, the guy making that decision is not going away. And who, who's, who wants, I mean, someone's going to go there, right? Someone's going to go be the, the next head coach, of the Raiders. There's only 32 of these jobs, but I can't imagine what level of talent you're going to attract for coaches that have options. I mean, you see coaches pull out of searches all the time because I think they're more and more understanding. They have to be put in a position where they're going to have a chance. Joe, how many coaches have the Raiders had since uh, we'll, we'll use the art shell the Brought first back. the first no the first art oh, show okay the first era. art show 89 to 94 i was born in 89 okay 89 to 94 after so from 1995 on how many head coaching tenures have lasted more than 3 seasons with the raiders since 1995 uh i would think callahan maybe lasted more than 3 right 32 games good lord so Gruden's won. Gruden went 64 games in 1998 to 2001. So that's that's four seasons. Did Del Rio make it? Uh, Del Rio was three seasons, 48 games. So more than three seasons was the yep. qualifier? Yep. Might be it. Might be Gruden. It's Gruden twice. That's it. <laughs> Since 1995, you've had two eras of John Gruden, one for four, the other for three and a quarter that have lasted longer than three seasons in succession. You're talking 
what were it, 30 years? Just just run down the names since Bill Callahan, when Gruden left the first time. Bill Callahan, 32 games. North Turner, 32 games. Art Shell, 16 games. Lane Kiflin, 20 games. Tom Cable, 44 games. Hugh Cable? Jackson, 16 games. Dennis Allen, 36 games. Tony Sperano, 12 games. Jack Del Rio, 48. Gruden made it 53, and then Bisacci was an interim, just like Tony Sperano was. You got two, you got two interim coaches that coached 12 games. So that tells you how short the leash was for those coaches when you brought them back in the first place. I'm not going there. And it was like McDaniel, we're going to hire like Lou Anarumo or something McDaniel's like that. Daniel's 25, and now you're going to have Antonio Pierce with, by the way, you your last interim head coach was 2021. It's 2023. You're going to have another interim head coach yeah. coach more than half the season. Garbage. What are we Garbage. doing? It's bad operation. And you worry about it, right? Like Mark Davis has to stumble into some gem of a coach that somehow right. you're, wants you're to be there. You're going to have to strike gold accidentally. And oh, by the way, you're gonna fire. You're gonna hire a GM, and it's gonna take you two years to flush the crap out of this system before you're even ready to have a competitive season. And you've already missed the window to offload some talent. What are you gonna get for Josh Jacobs now? Oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes is in your division, and he's not going anywhere. Right. Good luck. Tough place to be. Uh, not a tough place to be He's here with us Monday through Friday, your team every day, your teams every day. Uh, hopefully Raiders fans skipped today, or maybe they would appreciate the honesty. I don't know what they're being told, but uh, having a big picture perspective, I think is always helpful in, in instances like this to be able to look and see like historical cases of similar things and dissimilar things. And they get a long way to go. And you got to hope that the process is good. And Obviously, the way that the Gruden era ended the second time around was not planned. You know, they gave him a long-term contract and, and the circumstances that arose prompted them to make a change. And that has kind of thrust them back into uh, pursuit of stability. They got to get this one right. We'll see if they do. But that's going to be it for us here today. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We are out of here. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We're out. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.